Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for December 16th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316 at .blogspot.com. So last night was Invicta FC33 uh, in Kansas City and it aired on UFC Fight Pass. And the main event was a rematch from July. Jin Yu Fry defended the Invicta Atomweight Championship against Mina Grusander. And the rematch was because many fans and media thought Mina won and the judges went the other way. Now, Invicta is no different than any other company. They won't acknowledge judge ineptitude, but, I mean, that's the only reason there was a rematch. So I scored that first fight, 49-46, for Mina. Now, this fight was closer, all right, because Jin performed better. All right. I, I just thought it was a closer fight. In the first fight, I thought Minna won fairly handily, and I really don't understand how the judges could score it that way. My guess is there were some discussions about it <laughs> at the Missouri AC. And, but I thought Jin performed better. The way I scored it was 48-47 for Minna. Uh, I gave her one rounds 1, 3, and 5, and... Um, Jin uh, 2 and 4, but I don't have a problem with it going the other way because um, it was a close fight. Minna needed to be dominant to win the fight, and she just wasn't, you know. So uh, I have no problem with, uh, with uh, uh, the judging in this particular occasion. The, I had a big problem with the judging on the first one, okay, but not this one, okay. Now, in the co-main event, we had Danielle Taylor beat Montserrat Ruiz by unanimous decision. Now, as I suggested on my podcast, Invicta is looking to prop up Danielle for a strawweight title shot because she was in the UFC. And Montserrat is an unproven fighter who should not have been this high in the card. Uh, Danielle did the same keep-away strategy that we saw in the UFC, but Montserrat couldn't keep up with her. I mean, uh, um, Danielle is just a lot quicker than her. Okay. Uh, it was pretty predictable. I mean, I kind of figured that's what would happen. And I, they really have to stop doing this kind of stuff. I have a big problem with bringing in Danielle just because she was in the UFC. And we had another fighter on the show that was in the same situation. But I also have a problem with using somebody unproven that high up on the card. They're not fooling anybody. <laughs> They're... I don't know what they're trying to do, but I guess they're trying to fool people. But, you know, they talk so much about how, you know, Montserrat is 9-0 and and blah, 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 and she's this and she's that. She wasn't any good. <laughs> you know, she, she was just very slow. She couldn't keep up with Daniel at all. Okay. Now, in a strawweight bout, Kay Hansen beat Sharon Jacobson with a last-minute armbar. This was crazy. Sharon won the first two rounds, right? She was winning the third round. And then with about less than a minute left in the, in the fight, she tossed Kay across the cage. And Kay somehow held on to her arm to get the submission. That was one of the weirdest submissions I've ever seen. It's just very odd. It doesn't make me think that Kay is that good. I mean, she talks in her interviews about how she will fight anybody at any time, any play, blah, 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 blah. You know what? 
be more selective, please. You know, have a little, her management, her coaches have to have a little chat with her about being more selective. I think she has some potential, but she needs to be a little, I didn't, I don't like that she came in. Uh, I don't like that a 19 year old fighter that maybe has potential down the road came in on short notice like this. I don't like it. All right. If you want to uh, build her up, you have to give her fights that are going to build her up. And they aren't doing that at this point. And eh, Sharon just made a mistake. Eh, things happen, right? In weight bout, Alicia Zapatella beat Amber Brown by unanimous decision. So this is a case where Amber was the gatekeeper and Alicia passed the test. Uh, she looked really good. And, um, you know, she could get the next Atomweight title shot. And, and I'm not surprised she won, by the way, because I... I Liked her the first time I saw her, and uh, uh, Amber Brown is an okay but not great fighter. You know, it's just that she's been around a while. In a flyweight bout, Brianna Van Buren beat Jamie Moyle by unanimous decision. Now, this was supposed to be at straw weight, but Jamie missed weight by nine pounds. And again, she is another former UFC fighter. She looked awful in the UFC. She looked awful the first time she was an Invicta. She was awful in this fight. She just, what are you bringing her back for? Okay. And in the other three fights, we're basically dealing with newcomers. In a bantamweight bout, Brittany Victoria beat Sarah Kleska by unanimous decision. In an atomweight bout, Anastasia Nikolakakos dominated Ashley Medina. And won by second round TKO. Ashley's looked really bad in both her fights. And in a flyweight bout, Chantel Coates beat Ashlyn Kleinbeck by a 28-second KO. Supposedly, this was the quickest finish in Invicta history. Now, a couple of uh, quick UFC, uh, UFC, uh, not UFC, but MMA bits. First of all, yeah, UFC bit, first of all. Um, uh, Jessica Rose Clark, uh, as you already uh, talked about, uh, as I've already talked about, uh, she missed weight on uh, on uh, Friday, and um, she I just, oh she didn't miss weight. She was taken to the hospital. She got sick, but she was going to miss weight anyway. Uh, she announced uh, yesterday that uh, she will be moving back up to bantam weight, and uh, you know she's not that great a fighter to begin with. I mean, she wasn't exactly doing that great at flyweight, but at bantamweight, she's going to get killed. Okay, she, she's just, I, she's just uh, probably a tweener. She's probably halfway between uh, flyweight and bantamweight. But obviously, if she's having trouble making flyweight, you know, she's going to have to move up to bantamweight. Uh, she's going to have problems. Uh, I can see she's going to have problems. Now, and the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, last night Bellator had their. Uh, Big show in Hawaii uh, featuring the main event was uh, Elimile McFarlane defending her uh, Bellator uh, flyweight championship against Valerie Letourneau. Uh, I did not watch this fight as it was on DAZN. And um, uh, DAZN <laughs> cost 20 bucks a month here in Canada. And based on what they have on that channel, it ain't worth it. Okay. So they have a lot of um, like soccer and, and stuff like that. And I don't watch that stuff. And uh, the other thing they have here in Canada 
that uh, you guys in the U.S. Uh, seem to get standard is the NFL uh, Sunday ticket and the um, red zone. We don't get that up here on cable, okay? But it is on the zone. The point is, uh, you know, they actually post ads on Twitter. So I didn't know what they cost or anything like that. So I took a look at it, and uh, it's 20 bucks a month. And no thank you. I already pay for other stuff. I'm not paying for that, just for Bellator. And I wouldn't have watched the fight anyway because uh, I was watching Invicta. Uh, the fight, uh, Elimile won handily in the second round, with a second round uh, submission. Uh, it doesn't surprise me in the least. Valerie Letourneau is a mediocre at best fighter. You know, she, she was in the UFC. She got in the UFC as a late replacement. She hung around for a couple of years. She wasn't all that good at uh, uh, bantamweight. At, at strawweight, she actually got a title shot when she beat Marina Morose. It was Marina Morose who was supposed to win that fight, but Marina has been very, how shall I put it, inconsistent at best. So Valerie got a, a, a title shot, and then she got clobbered by Joanna. Um, you know, she is, I, I mean, I've been familiar with her for years because she was the first female fighter in Canada, okay? She's never been good. She's never been any good. So in, in Bellator, they have a similar problem that the UFC has in the flyweight division. Basically, they have one really good fighter, which is Elimile McFarlane. And I, I'm, you know, I'm glad she got her big homecoming in Hawaii and all that kind of stuff. But there really isn't anybody who's any good there, okay? Her last title fight was against Alejandra Lara. We saw her on Friday night. And what did I say to somebody? Maybe she should stick to dancing. You know, this is an attractive girl. That's, this is Rich Chow. Rich Chow is the matchmaker uh, he's worked with Scott Coker for a long time, back at Strikeforce days. His M.O. is he hires attractive girls who maybe can fight. <laughs> but they've tried to promote a lot of these girls. They had those Russian girls that they tried to promote. You know, Alejandra Lara is an attractive girl. This is his M.O. That's who he hires. He is fortunate that Elimile is an attractive girl who's a pretty good fighter. Is she a great fighter? It's going to be tough to tell with the kind of competition that she has there. Okay? But I got news for you. The UFC isn't any better. Okay? They botched it. You know, Tough 26 was a botch. All right? So, you know, nothing particularly... It doesn't surprise me that... You know, see, are there not good flyweights out there? I don't know. Maybe they're not hiring the good ones. I have no idea. You know, we might see a few here and there, but I think both of them have kind of uh, gone a similar route, and I think that's part of the problem, okay? Eh, not so good. All right, now let's talk a little bit about uh, tonight's um, WWE tables, ladders, and chairs. There's going to be uh, three women's bouts on the show. The one I want to talk about mostly is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It is uh, the SmackDown Women's Champ, um, Becky Lynch, the man uh, versus uh, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. And this is the very first women's tables, ladders, and chairs. And the only thing I can say about it is I'll be very interested to see what kind of crazy stuff Asuka comes up with because you never know. She does some crazy stuff. 
But um, who's going to win? It's difficult to tell. I think Asuka has a good chance to win only because I think they may want to have uh, Becky win the Royal Rumble. And then she has the fight at WrestleMania with Ronda, with Ronda Rousey. So other than that, they could go any route here. But the thing is, you can have Asuka win this without actually beating Becky. Okay? And then you want to have a feud with Asuka and uh, Charlotte Flair based on what Charlotte did last Tuesday. Okay? So that kind of looks like how, where they're going to go, but... You know, Vince changes his mind so much that who the hell knows. The other two women's matches aren't as interesting. You have uh, Ronda Rousey defending the um, uh, Raw Women's Championship against uh, um, Nia Jax. And, of course, there's the whole thing that Nia is a, uh, is a monster and all that kind of nonsense. And the problem with Nia is she's an awful wrestler. She's just not getting it. And... I don't know what they're going to do. I'm assuming Ronda will hold on to the title because, uh, you know, they got stuff down the line they want to do with her. I, I, Nia Jax does nothing for me. She's reckless in the ring. Shouldn't be working there as far as I'm concerned. Okay. The other match they have is uh, kind of a grudge match. It's Nat- Natalia versus Ruby Riot. And, uh, this is their, this is, WWE has tried so hard over the last year to make us care about Natty Neidhart. And they can't, they, we, we just don't care about her anymore, okay? Is she a good wrestler? She's okay, her, but she's not that good, okay? And the problem I have with Natty over, uh, for the last few years is she's a regular on Total Divas, and she kind of bought into the whole nonsense that goes on there, and the whole thing with her cats, and ugh, it's just annoying. And um, you know, I, she's just not that that great. For, for she's just not that great. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying, uh, so they're doing this angle where uh, Ruby disrespects her late father. Okay, I don't think it's working. I mean, I know what they're trying to do, but I don't think it's working. Now, I really like Ruby. I think she's a, a really good wrestler. I do not like her two compadres in the Riot Squad because they're, they're not doing anything. Okay, Ruby is a really good wrestler, and I, so I would like to see her uh, uh, challenge for the title at some point because she's really good. She's really good. But I don't like the match because Natty, you know, there's no heat with Natty. You know, so I, I, you know, it's a nothing match. So, but I really am looking forward to the three-way tables, ladders, and chairs. So that's uh, on tonight. The uh, show starts at 7 p.m. Hopefully I'll have the um, uh, TLC match tomorrow, the video for that tomorrow, and I'll be able to put it up on the blog. Anyway, that's it for today. Uh, As I hope to be back tomorrow with that match. If you uh, check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com, if you want to leave a message on the podcast, you can do so, and I will be happy to answer any questions. And you can subscribe to the podcast at uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcast, um, Spotify, and iTunes. Uh, Enjoy the show tonight, and we'll talk to you later.